She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. yeah. All right, we're going to get to the uh, the story of a rapper who is so old that he used to write his rhymes, <laughs> I love this story, on a typewriter. <laughs> but before we get to that story, we're going to start first with President Joe Biden. He signed the Respect for Marriage Act into law on Tuesday at a celebration attended by Cindy Lauper and Sam Smith. Cindy Lauper actually sang True Colors. I took my mother-in-law to see Cindy Lauper down the Xfinity Center yeah. with Rod Stewart, and she's a force. She really is. He's a Still force. Got for it. Yeah, she's kind of. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm not just talking about her performance. I'm just talking about it, like, like her aura, her whole thing. You know, it kind of reminds me a lot of Dolly Parton. Right. You know, she just does and says all the right things. Uh, Sam Smith was also there and performed uh, "Stay with Me." His voice sounds like they were a studio recording. So the Respect for Marriage Act will protect same-sex and interracial marriages across the U.S. It will also protect against a scenario in which the Supreme Court were to overturn the 2015 uh, Obersfeld versus Hodges decision, which legalized same-sex marriages in the U.S. As Associate Justice Clarence Thomas suggested he would like to see happen after overturning Roe v. Wade. Today, America takes a vital step forward for equality towards liberty and justice, not just for some, but for everyone. That is what President Biden said. And Cindy Lauper also spoke. Once, our families, mine and a lot of my friends and people you know, sometimes your neighbors, we can rest easy tonight because our families are validated and because now we're allowed to love who we love. Yeah. All right, the finale... Other voice was last night. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Although, producer Dan, you didn't spoiler alert me this morning when you told me off the air that the finale had happened last night. Hey, I, man, you're we got a job to do. I know. I completely forgot. Uh, my family, we've been watching the show, but my wife went out last night with some friends, so we didn't watch it. And then I came in this morning. It's like, oh, it's over. <laughs> well, spoiler alert, Carson. Spoiler alert, spoiler Bruce alert. Bruce Willis also sees dead people at the end of Sixth Sense. Look out. Congratulations, Bryce Leatherwood. Bryce Leatherwood! Congratulations! You are the winner! There's Bryce and uh, Blake Shelton singing. So I take it he's a country boy. He is. He is the countryest of country boys. The 22-year-old Statesboro, Georgia resident was crowned the winner of season 22 of The Voice last night. Bryce Leatherwood's win marks a record ninth victory for Coach Blake Shelton, who will be stepping away. Of course, we heard from Kennedy uh, earlier that the uh, he's done. He's going to take a break. He's been there for 11 seasons. Uh, a couple of interesting things here. Leatherwood beat out fellow team uh, Blake Shelton contestant Braden and Bodie. Also, John Legend's Omar and team Camila Cabello's Morgan Miles. That gal is an amazing country singer. I think we're going to see some stuff from her. I feel like country people win a lot. And Blake mentioned it. Mm-hmm. He said that people who watch the show are like a big, a lot of them are country music fans. Right. That's a big part of the voice. Yeah, it probably does. And which will help sway the vote a little bit. Not that he doesn't deserve it. Bryce Leatherwood will get a Universal Music Group record deal and $100,000 with his voice title. 
He says with his grand prize money, he's already planning to save a lot. You never know what life can throw at you. I think I might spend a lot of money on my family for Christmas because they deserve it so much. That is a cool name, though. He sounds like he should be on a ranch in Montana and Yellowstone. Bryce Leatherwood. It's the Leatherwood Ranch. Uh, And finally, let's talk about the rapper who says he's so old that he used to write his rhymes on a typewriter. And we are talking about Snoop D-O-double-G. He has been in the game so long, he was writing his raps on a typewriter. He was on uh, an episode of a show called The 85 South Comedy Show. And he said that he used to borrow a typewriter from someone called Two Scoops from the rap trio The Dove Shack. He said, (laughs) and at the time, he was typing 65 words a minute. Snoop learned how in the Little White Junior High School, he says, and I quote that he went to, he says, they gave me typing classes and I took it. I was one of them students that I would take a wood class. I would take a metal shop class. I took typing. I took home economics. I didn't just want to be in the class with the homies and stuff and then go home and get a whooping and get in trouble for screwing up. And some of them classes had some bad words in there too. And I liked taking them. So Snoop Dogg says he is so old that he used to write his rhymes on a typewriter. I love it. I just imagine him coming into all his boys like, yo, I got this typewriter from my homie Two Scoops. We're about to go platinum. <laughs> I think it's pretty good. I've I'm... never used a typewriter, I don't think. You're kidding me. No. I mean, we had like, they were the big old computers, but when I was a kid, they had com- computer class. Yeah, we had to take typing classes and you would get graded by how many things you could do in a minute. And there was a, I don't remember, but there was some sort of little thing you could memorize, a code of where you would put your hands and the letters right. you know, for the QWERTY like, keyboard thing. So if you mess up on a typewriter, there's no but there's no backspace. Did you just have to throw the whole page out? No. So you could use whiteout. There was this little liquid stuff with it came with a little brush. Yeah, I know whiteout. Okay, you would use whiteout, or they had this. Pa- it, there was a ribbon, and you you would push a button on the typewriter. For, it's been a long time. I think you would you would back it up one letter. You would hit the button for the whiteout thing oh, ribbon it's on the thing. Yes, and then you would hit that letter again. So you'd have to hit the exact. So if it, if you accidentally put an X, you would back it up, hit the the white out button ribbon thing, and then hit the X again. I gotcha. think it's been a long time. Hey, back in my day, Dan, we used to send fax machines to request songs. When I started rapping, there was only 24 letters in the alphabet. <laughs> All right. Uh, Kennedy is out this morning. Uh, coming up in the Dirty at 730. Uh, we're going to talk about Ellen Pompeo. She is finally talking about why she is leaving uh, uh, her TV show, which was relatively successful. Yeah. Grey's Anatomy. Had a little run. Yeah. Short one. You know what I didn't realize? Uh, she's making about $25 million a year off that. She was the richest woman on TV for years. That's pretty amazing. She's got the Hollywood hookup. Gossip in 24-7. It's the Dirty on the 30 with Kennedy. With Kennedy. Yeah. All right, we're going to talk about Ellen Pompeo, who is finally revealing why she is leaving Grey's Anatomy. But first, we're going to talk about Elon Musk. He did a bit of gambling this year, so did it pay off? Well, not yet. Thanks to Tesla's plummeting stock price and his purchase of Twitter, Elon Musk is no longer the world's richest man. How sad. Oh, poor guy. It's, it's <laughs> tough on him. So not long ago, it was reported that he was worth $340 billion. But over the course of the year, he's lost $100 billion in Tesla stock and paid a ridiculous $44 million for Twitter with all of his losses, he is now down to a mere pitiful $168.5 billion. Chump change. How's he going to pay his bills? What's he going to do for lunch today? Keep that in the little pocket of my jeans. He's driving a Ford. 
<laughs> Why is Tesla stock doing so bad? Or is it just all stock? Or did something happen? No, the the stories that I've heard is that people are worried because he's focused so much on Twitter, he's not paying attention to his oh, other it's, it's lost a lot. I, I follow Tesla and I have a little bit of Tesla's. And I have a Tesla, so I have a Tesla stock to go with it, and it's definitely dropped. How right. am I going to eat lunch is the question. <laughs> so he's bombing Twitter so bad it's affecting Tesla. Yes, that is correct. Wow. They say he's not focused on, on Tesla. The new richest man in the world is Bernard Arnault. He is a major shareholder in the French multinational corporation LVMH. Uh, he is worth $172.9 billion. LVMH, of course, is the Moet Hennessy Louis Vuitton company. There's a great podcast out there, uh, Business Wars, where it talks about the battle between Gucci and uh, Louis Vuitton. And it tells this guy Arnault's story. And this guy is a beast. I mean, he just robbed from everybody, stole from everybody, lied from everybody of course and now he's he one did. of the richest men in the world you don't world. get to be the richest man in the world if you're not crushing everyone's head on the mm. way up. bernie the beast <laughs> who is the richest man in food who do you think is the richest or richest woman uh, I, in food? i actually think it's gordon ramsay i think he was on forbes uh top 10 or whatever he is yeah. so with all the I mean, tv he's got shows 50 the tv shows i hope so <laughs> right. how many restaurants yeah. he's got 17 michelin stars and hundreds of oh, restaurants really? I mean, oh there it's all over the world you know right gas stations airports you name it he's got it <laughs> Uh, Adam Sandler is going to be the 2023 recipient of the Mark Twain Prize for uh, for American Humor. He will be honored at the Kennedy Center in D.C. on March 19th. The award recognizes individuals who have held an or had an impact on American society, like Mark Twain. Past recipients include Richard Pryor, Eddie Murphy, John Stewart, Dave Chappelle, Tina Fey, and Will Ferrell. The Kennedy Center president said Adam has entertained audiences for over three decades with his films, music, and his tenure as a fan favorite cast member on SNL. He is created characters that have made us laugh cry and cry from laughing i'm looking forward to a laughter filled evening as we celebrate his career at a ceremony that is sure to bring together the best in comedy best adam sander sandler movie uh go dan oh god that's hard hmm maybe happy gilmore yeah i was gonna say happy gilmore i think too. everybody would say happy gilmore <laughs> that would be a tough one Bob Barker scene. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Amazing. I don't want a piece of you. I want the whole thing. <laughs> and finally, Ellen Pompeo. She has been doing Grey's Anatomy since March of 2005. She makes $25 million a season, and she is leaving the show. Her final episode is coming up, at least as a regular cast member, airs in February. So why did she decide to leave the show? Uh, since she's the main character while well, she was on the Drew Barrymore show yesterday, and this is what she said. Listen, it's just, I, I gotta, you know, I gotta mix it up a little bit. I'm 53. I gotta do something new, or I'm gonna literally turn into, like, you know, you can't do the New York Times crossword puzzle every single day. I mean, 19 years is, like, more, that's longer than people keep their kids in their house. <laughs> like, people keep their kids in their house until they're 18, and then they send them off to college. So this is, like, me like going away to college, kind of. Also, I've made all of the money humanly possible, so I'm good. Highest paid person on television, highest paid woman in the history of television, and she had to fight for that. There's some great stories of what was going on behind the scenes where she was fighting for pay equality to get to that point where she was an executive producer on the show. Just for was, her. Yeah, she was getting all no, she's of out. the monies. Yep. Scalpel drop and walks <laughs> out the door. I mean, 19 seasons, they got to be run, the well's got to be running dry. Right. They're out of diseases, they've well, covered it all. <laughs> And that thing's around the world, too. I mean, in syndication and all of that, uh, it's a nice life. Just go to the spinoff. Right. Uh, what about you on a TV show? 
Chef I mean, Jason Santos. I was on a couple. Yeah, I know, I mean, but I mean it's... your own show. You're on other people's shows. Hey, if you what got are you branching show? out to do your own show? I mean, I love food, and I love talking, and I love being me, and if you put those all together, it's like a good time. Food is love for me, so anything mm-hmm. I could be involved in talking about food, it's, it's for me, for sure. There's your title, Food is Love. Food is Love. Write that down. Dan, we write no. that down. I was thinking we'd so we put them in a hospital drama. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Mac and Cheese Chronicles. <laughs> <laughs> all right, it is, uh, it's Carson and Kennedy. We've got Kennedy out today. Chef Jason Santos is in hanging out with us 